0: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I looked into the mirror and the mirror looked at me. I felt this constant reflection and I wondered what I'd see. I told the mirror I was broken and the mirror did not speak. I told the mirror I was happy and it knew that I was weak. Somehow the mirror always knew me even when I told the lies and even when I turned away it's like it looked me in my eyes. When I had got my heart broken the mirror knew just what to do because I had half a heart to live with and the mirror gave me two. I told the mirror I was cold and the mirror kept me warm. The mirror wasn't like common people. It didn't care about my shape or form. The mirror was my constant energy. The mirror was my muse. And when it came to me and others, the mirror never had to choose. The mirror saw my emotions and the mirror saw my soul. And when I thought I'd fall apart, the mirror surely kept me whole. And when my so-called friends tried to push me off my track, I went towards the mirror and the mirror loved me back.
1: Welcome back to Self-Care and Chill with Maui. I already know where the fuck have I been. But as you guys have known, if you have been following me on social media or Instagram, then you know that I am on a poetry tour. Every Sunday when it's Self-Care Sunday, I normally drop a podcast episode and I miss y'all so much. And right now we've did Houston, Dallas, we've did New Orleans, we did Oakland, L.A., We just did San Diego um, today too, and now I finally have a time where I can take some time out of the day and really give all my energy to who I love the most right after my son and my boyfriend and my family and poetry and books, and it is y'all, y'all right in the top 10. I love y'all so much. So other than that, a little recap with what is going on with me is to those of you who have been asking on social media, I finally moved, yes. So thank you to everybody who was writing one-star reviews on their apartment complex that tried to steal my goddamn money because they gave me my refunds and asked, could I freaking please get people to stop leaving the one-star reviews? No, I cannot, but thank you for giving me my fucking money back. So I am so excited today because, you know, it's not often when we have people come on a podcast or we have a special guest, we only had it like three times. My boyfriend don't even fucking count because he didn't like the episode, y'all. But tonight, we have a special guest. And if you listened to the poem in the beginning, and you may have thought that you, that was my voice, bitch, that wasn't my voice. That was my good freaking sis, Kara J, who is doing a podcast episode with us tonight. Say woo-hoo. Hey, y'all. And she came up with a great podcast topic And one of the topics, what the topic is tonight, coexisting with somebody that you have history with and remaining friends. So for one, and we're going to talk about some nasty stuff because that's what we be talking about. But I mean, you know, (laughs) it's only right because what sign are you, Kira? Kira is a Leo, big Leo energy. (laughs) Yes. So Kira is a Leo and you know how Leos get down. So I feel like the main thing is what made you pick that topic well, we
0: decided to do this in the car, and we were running through a range of scenarios, and it all started with that topic, which spiraled into a bunch of different conversations. Right. So I was like, yo, just talk about this one thing. This shit can go anywhere. I
1: feel like, from your experience, though, do you feel like it's healthy to even keep being friends with somebody you have history with, or are you kind of one of those people like, you crossed me, you lost me?
0: Um, see, that's the thing. Everybody that you have history with didn't cross you. So the mm. ones that did bad, you you have no room in my life anymore. But ones that we just kind of went our own way, then sure, we could stay friends, especially if you were friends with them before you decided to cross that step and become lovers.
1: You feel like it's easier if y'all was already friends? Yeah.
0: And I feel like it's easier if it's a mutual end and nobody's still in love with nobody. It's just kind of over. So the person that
1: you, you loving on this person, you mm. fucking on this person. Mm. They call you up like, hey, Kira, like, I'm getting married next week and I want to extend the invitation to you to the wedding. This is the person you used to love. You know, y'all cool now. You are not feeling no type of way. Oh, yeah, I'm going. You going?
0: Yeah. But that's because I'm not in love with you no more. Right. The only reason I wouldn't be able to go is if I'm up, I'm gonna have pits in my stomach from seeing you up on that altar. <laughs> you are supposed to <laughs> No, but one of my good friends, um, we dated a few times. It never worked out for us, and we just decided to finally stop. Um, He's actually in a relationship, and he's been with his woman for, like, I want to say like two, going on three years now. Mm -hmm. So me and him are really close. He came to my birthday party last year and he was like, he had wanted to bring her so he could finally introduce us, but he didn't know how comfortable I would have been with that. And I was like, we're so long past our moment that I would love to meet her so she could feel comfortable without us being friends. You know what I mean? Because I feel like... When you become friends with a guy and they're in a relationship, I only feel comfortable being around you as much if I have a relationship with your partner as well. Right. Like, I don't want no separate relationship with your man. So, I would rather you bring her so I, I can hang out so with you. It's so
1: weird. Like, when girls will say, Well, he has this girlfriend and I've never met her. And it's yeah, like, no, What? Like, I'm how are you that. comfortable with hanging out and being somebody else's man is your best friend, but yeah, you've I'm never met her girl- his girlfriend? I'm not doing that.
0: So, I feel like. Especially if we used to sleep together now. We can't hang out That's and, so weird. and be buddies and you're in a relationship and you can't bring your partner around me because now I'm going to feel like you're you're doing something
1: inappropriate. Like, why can't I meet this person? Right. You being sneaky. You being sneaky and I'm not sneaky with you. So I feel <laughs> like going back into what, as far as being friends, I feel like there's a really thin line between like what you're saying. Like, if nobody has feelings, we cool. And then it's the people that you broke up with somebody, you keep checking on them, good morning, like you're trying mm-hmm. to keep this friendship. So I want you to explain to people the, the thin line between like genuinely like we cool mm-hmm. and you just can't let go of some shit you're supposed to let go of and you're trying to force a friendship. You wasn't even friends with him in the beginning. You just right. don't want to let go
0: of it. Right. So if you're dealing with somebody and y'all, re, y'all conversations always circle back around to what went wrong in your relationship Or where things could possibly go in the future, then it's like you're hanging on to the hope that if I stick around for long enough, then maybe we could Mm reconcile. But if y'all are just existing and being friends along the lines of, we are so done, but let's just talk about life and just anything but us. Right. So, you, so you, ever, you ever be around somebody that's just so goddamn platonic at that point that you're like, y'all dated? Like, no. So if it gets to that point, then it's like a whole different thing than saying, yeah, but where do we go wrong uh-huh. every other time you get a drinking system? And then it's mm-hmm. like, you, you're not trying to be their friend. You're trying to manipulate them into being with you again. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different thing, so... I think that you got to really know if you if you're really over them and you actually have interest on being a friend. And also me and the guy that I'm super close with that we used to date, we didn't become friends right away. We were friends for so many years, but I told him like, hey, this time this ending is hurting me too much. So we can't be friends right now. Right. And I need some time to heal from the fact that we ended. And if down the line we become friends again, then I'm open to reconnecting with you. But as I'm in the process of getting over our relationship, I don't want to talk to you. Right. And I didn't talk to him for almost a year. And then when we caught up after a year, I was so over it because I allowed myself that grieving room. So many people try to jump straight into being friends
1: without letting themselves grieve the loss of the relationship. I feel like what you said is so important because I don't feel like women give themselves times with any anything to grieve. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know what, like, it, and this is me too. Like, I'm not even exempt from this shit. In the moments where I motherfucker and broke my heart, where I, I I call you crying like, oh my god, you broke up with me, <laughs> Mary J. Blige, you <laughs> like, I'd rather text you and try to just mend my broken heart with your presence than. Do what you just said. Like, Do I need to heal. All the time. Like, we be so afraid of that quality time alone and being by ourselves that I'd rather you just come back so that this can heal me. Please be the band-aid I need right now. And the thing about that is, and you missing them, you don't even know if you
0: actually want them back or are you just afraid to be by yourself. Right. So, in that space of saying... Do you even really want to be friends with them, or do you just want to be back around them? Mm -hmm. And you won't know until you emotionally detach yourself from them. As a page in my book where I say, you know, the first step to getting over someone is creating the distance. If you break up with someone, whether it's mutual or not, you won't know. What the nature of it is supposed to be, unless you create some type of distance. Like that's like saying I break up with you tomorrow, but we still gonna live together. We still gonna go to lunch right. once a week. We still gonna talk on the phone all day. Okay, like, we basically y'all are together. not y'all are not breaking up correctly. Y'all have got to create that distance because the relationship ain't what it used to be. You have to acknowledge that mm-hmm. things have changed. So people need to always create the distance in their breakups with the person. Right. So the friendship comes down the line. Like
1: I really feel like. um a part of like with the distance and people were getting back so fast and being afraid to let go or be people saying, I hear people say all the time, like, I hate breaks. Breaks is me break, breaking up or whatever. And I mm-hmm. used to hate breaks too. Mm-hmm. But I realized in my relationships where I couldn't take the breaks or I couldn't let go, mm-hmm. I feel like I was insecure with what I brought to the table. And I felt like if we broke up or if I gave my partner space, they would go find somebody better than me mm-hmm. or they would go find another girl or go be with somebody else. So now I'm blowing him up. Where you do what you doing? Where you at? hmm. Um, who you was on the phone with? What you've done on your break? Who you've been with? Like, mm-hmm. I just felt like you would find somebody else. So my insecurities within the relationship couldn't even give you the space. Like I couldn't, I couldn't give you the, the space.
0: space. Didn't even do what it was supposed
1: to do. No, because you was pressing them to come back to you. I'm pressing them to come back the whole time, and the space didn't really do nothing. I'm a, I'm a fan of the break. I am a fan of the break.
0: I tell married couples this all the time. Like I say all the time, I say I'm not qualified to give certain advice, but if people ask, I'm gonna give it. I don't believe in going from married to divorce. I believe in going from married to separated to divorce. Because unless you separate and see if a divorce is actually what you want, you're not going to know. You just jump in the gun. Or I don't believe in going from separation to back to married without getting counseling. Like you have to do something to fix what was broke. Mm -hmm. Like every friend I have for over 10 plus years We've taken a break from each other. Right. And it's a necessary break to just... You ever ever see, like, boxing matches or wrestling matches? The most important part of the match is to go to your corners. Mm -hmm. Because if you start swinging too hard and you start hitting too fast, you're going to hurt someone more than you intend to. So it's important that when you're in a fight or you're in a conflict with someone, that everybody goes to their corners. And that's all a break is sometimes. It's just going to your separate corners, figuring some things out before you go below the belt. Get yourself together. Get yourself together. And it's necessary. You take a break from anything. Anybody you love, we live a long
1: life. Like
0: how are you gonna be constantly in contact with someone? Everybody needs a break from everyone
1: sometimes. So I, so before I would be completely against breaks, but to anybody listening, y'all already know I'm in a relationship and outside of the fact my boyfriend broke the fuck up with me. But the first time we <laughs> took uh, the first time we took a break, and it was like maybe like three and a half weeks, mm-hmm. like I, I learned to love my break. And the first week of the break, when I was saying calling your phone, girl, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> once I got past my Mary J. Blige phase, it, the break made me realize so many things that I needed to work on my, with myself that I was neglecting because I'm so busy being a mom, like mm-hmm. having a business and being somebody's partner. Right. So like my break, I'm, I start riding my bike again. I start mm-hmm. committing to reading one chapter of a book every day. I have read so many books during our break. I'm riding my bike. I'm working out. I had went to um, therapyforblackgirls.com. I had got me a therapist. I love my therapist. That's where I found him during my break. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I learned from my therapist was the way I talked to my partner. Didn't
0: I tell your ass that? Yes.
1: <laughs> outside of the fact that if you know me, I don't be thinking the shit that I'm saying is smart. I just be like confused. Basically, <laughs> I'm just really fucking dumbfounded. Like I'm just fucking flabbergasted and confused. But one thing that my partner had, my um, my therapist had said to me, and this is something that, and this is what a break had allowed me to discover. Mm-hmm. He was like, do you feel like sometimes when you talk to your partner like that, or you're saying what you're saying? Cause I'm telling him like, yeah, this motherfucker did this. He's like, do you feel like you're emasculating your partner? I'm like, For one, I had to Google it with the yeah, I told you I asked that
0: before.
1: Yeah, like I didn't realize that sometimes the things I could say be like really smart. And it's not just with my partner, like it's with my friends and my sister. And I called my sister like, India, do you think that like sometimes I talk down or get smart? Belittle. Yeah, and belittle people. She start laughing. She was like, you don't don't know that. (laughs) I said, oh my gosh, what the fuck am I? It made me be so intentional with how I say things. And I had told him, well, I had told my therapist, well, every time he got a fucking problem, he going to his mom, and he don't freaking communicate with me. He said because you're not his safe space, his mom is. Mm-hmm. He was like, when he comes to you, you got you want to say, oh no, that's not true, or you want to argue back, and this is all, and this all happened from a break.
0: Mm-hmm. And we got to go to your
1: corners. We got to go to our corners. It's
0: important. When you you've never seen a boxing match without a referee in the ring. And the referee, it could be the best boxing match ever. It could be Floyd Mayweather versus Mike Tyson, right? And they still gonna make them go to their corners. Mm-hmm. You have to go to your corners. The breaks are necessary in your friendships and in your relationships, right? And I, I think that remember in Sex and the City, you ever seen that? Yeah, which one? Sex and the City Part One. Okay. Part Two. Matter of fact, Part Two in a movie where Carrie and Big are married, and now they're coexisting with no children, and they pretty much both kind of work for themselves. So they have a lot of time together. Right. And then Big kind of gets tired of her because he doesn't want to do Carrie 24-7. He's now in his 50s without the social life that he used to have. We done been to every restaurant in New York. Like, I want to sit on the couch and be a 50-something-year-old man. Carrie wants to go out and party. And so he's telling her, like, you know, they start arguing so much that he's like, maybe we could just, like, do a couple days apart because... The last mm-hmm. argument we had when you went to your apartment for a couple days, we had so much fun. Like, you got to write and see your girlfriends go out to brunch. I got to sleep on a fucking couch without hearing your mouth. Like, <laughs> it was like such a beautiful right. setup. But she was so against it because she was like, why don't you want to be with me every day? And it's like, I'm a human being. Right. All of my life does not have to consist of you. Love is freedom. Love is freedom. And, and, and freedom is space. To yes. <laughs> give people space. I feel like, like we so necessary. possessive. So possessive. It's like, a powerful thing it's, to love without it's possession. It's mine. I licked it. It's a powerful thing to love somebody without possession. To be in love with someone says, I want to be with you. I want to love with you. I want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. I want to be happy with you. But to love someone without possession is not, I want to be happy with you. It's, I want you to be happy. Right. So that means that if your happiness consists of being with me, cool. If your happiness is doing something that I'm not there, that's cool as well because I love you. I don't love my possession of you. Right. And people need to understand the difference of it. Do you really
1: love this person or are you just in love with owning them? Right. I feel like like what you said, you can tell if you are being possessive by how you feel when this person is doing something that make them happy. Mm-hmm. Like you, you got an attitude cause he going to play cards mm-hmm. or he going out here <laughs> or he going to, <laughs> girl for real. I be mad when my boyfriend play cards, but I know
0: that this and and then what I try to say. Girl, it's the weekend. Leave that man alone. Right. Why is it bothering you that he's with his friends? but you with your friends right now. And I'm just looking at Kira like, mind your fucking... <laughs> <laughs> no, because you be trying to argue with him about nothing. And You know, I got to defend right. him. Like, leave him alone. And then Andy, you sit there... He's in doing hand hand
1: hand He playing fucking cards. Andy, like- and you sit there, I'm sitting there like, baby, I love you so much. Like, Sometimes you need to... You be him bothering him. To him. You be way. bothering him. I do. Because <laughs> you want to be
0: included in all of his happy spaces. And it's like, he's not a part of all your happy spaces. He ain't on stage with us when we perform in has things that make him happy outside of you.
1: Right. You have things that make you happy independent of him. But one thing I feel like I don't do, and this is something I did in the past, I never stop him from doing what's... I never say, don't do this. So it's never... But you passive-aggressively say, oh, that's what you want to do. <laughs> I talk shit about it. You talk shit about it to where you want to beat him down to where he
0: don't want to do it. I talk shit about it, but... So you do the, like, the memes be saying when a woman tells you to have fun, <laughs> do not <laughs> have fun. Do not do have fun. Not so not be like, that. yeah, you're
1: Go ahead, go with your friends, you do stupid ass but you hear people like really being mad like cause their boyfriend go like play video games or go to the bar like you really get people it's people that really get mad because their partner doing things that don't include them and I realized that one day me and him got in an argument cause he was going to go play cards right mm-hmm. and he said you just mad cause you don't have no fucking friends <laughs> right and I sat there and was like, is this what it is?
0: <laughs> but do you remember what I told you during one of your arguments where you were saying like, oh, because he could come in here with some motherfucking flowers and blah, 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 blah. I said, Maui, you need to understand. <laughs> I'm, still I'm still laughing about that shot. He took a heavy shot. But I told her something that I'm going to tell all of you listening that it's so important that when you're in a relationship with somebody, you don't just prioritize the romance. I think the friendship should be prioritized and a romance should be in addition to the friendship. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, if somebody is going through something life altering, they don't need romance. They need they they need they ace. They need they rock. So if I'm going through something and I'm having a bad day, I can't think about how to, to love on you and give you flowers and rub your feet. I just need you to be my nigga and sit down with me and say, Yo, babe, tell me what's going on. Like, So you've got to know how to turn off the girlfriend switch right. and turn on the friend switch. right? Because the friend switch is important. So sometimes it's like, sometimes we lay in a bed and lighten candles and rose petals, but other times it's just like, tell me what happened. And we're going to turn all this lovey-dovey mm-hmm. shit off and you're going to unpack your feelings with right. me. It's important. All right, I'm- lovers and
1: friends have to be lovers
0: and friends.
1: I feel like I'm agreeing. And I feel like right now at the space that we're in, we more friends, also, probably because for when I'm on a tour and like you ain't got nothing to do but be my ace right now because that's what I need a support system. Mm-hmm. And I'm just I'm trying to st- I'm trying to romance and be affectionate with you because you go in without seeing your girlfriend mm-hmm. and like you like being up under me. So I'm trying to just get my support system, get my rock. I'm trying to be on a FaceTime and say, pull your dick out. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to give you the romance that you, that you need. Set the romance on the road. Right? I'm trying to give it to you. Like, what you want to see A nipple or something like that.
0: But the true test of lovers and friends and romance and all of that is because you always get to go home. Right. And then it's, you give people a chance to miss you. He's going to have so much time to miss you this summer because we really ain't home much of this summer. Right. So it's like, that romance going to be through the roof. Right. So y'all going to be friends on the road talking, all of that, and then you're going to get home and it's going to be like- I'm your slut. Liar words. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like, no, I feel like it is, I love when I miss him. And I wish that more people allow people to, like, that space that you're talking about. hmm Like, giving people that space to miss your partner- Like that, like I really try to think about this because, you know, like even with me giving advice to other people, like me talking to my brother the other day, Mm -hmm. like I try to put people in my shoes. Sometimes it's like, come the fuck on you, just acting crazy. Mm -hmm. But I try to think into the moments when this was me. Mm -hmm. Like, and I know at my moments where it's like, I just, I didn't know what I brought. I was just insecure. I wasn't loving myself. Like I didn't, I couldn't give nobody space. Like, my space, like... if You was trying to fill a void with them. Yeah, I'm calling you all day long. I keep texting, I'm blowing up. But that you goes replying. back to,
0: if you don't have no identity... Right. And you try to make people your identity, then they're going to be overwhelmed with feeling like, what the fuck else do you have to do in your life besides right. me? And I have the same conversation with mothers. You'll watch mothers do this all day. It's like, who the fuck are you outside of your kids? When they graduate and they no more soccer and they no more this and that, what? Who the fuck are you?
1: Girl, don't talk about me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like, there's a movie on Netflix. I love it. It's called Otherhood, uh-huh. and it's about a bunch of women whose children are all grown, so they about don't the need movie. these fucking. Angela, mom, Bassett? Angela Bassett. Yes, it's like she's sitting there trying to like force herself. In her son's life and, (laughs) oh, you still need your mom? And he's like, what are you doing? Like, go find some hobbies. Like, ma, leave me alone. Your kids are going to grow up. Your man is going to make friends. Everything else is going to happen. You have to make sure that you always have a life.
1: Girl, you are yours before you are anybody else's. Preach. People forget how important it is to be an individual when they're in a relationship. Preach preach. It's so much shit that people literally stop doing because they're in love. Mm-hmm. like, you stop hanging out with your girlfriends. Do you ever have a friend, like, as soon as they break up with somebody, you be like, You
0: Damn, pop back out.
1: Damn, bitch, where you been at? Mm-hmm. Like, they... I'm proud to
0: say that even when I was, like, obsessed with my daughter's father and we were in a relationship, we were living together, like, we were so obsessed with each other at a point we wouldn't eat dinner without each other, we wouldn't shower without each other, we wouldn't sleep without each other. If we had to stay up for two days until we could get back next to each other to go to sleep, that's just what we was doing. We were obsessed with each other. But we always had our own separate lives. I always performed and wrote books and hung out with my friends. He always traveled and hung out with his friends. And then we would just come home and be able to have stuff to catch up on in our own lives. Right. And the the beauty and the bad part about that is because we had our own lives so separate, we did grow apart. And we never dealt with each other like in group atmospheres. So I know for my next relationships moving forward, I want someone that has their own life, but I also want someone whose life kind of meets mine at some point where we do our own things, but then we also do things together. Right. I don't want to be with you all the time, but I want to be with you some of the time. I want to be included sometimes. So when you
1: say like group atmospheres, like what you mean? Like
0: just hanging out with friends and parties and family gatherings. Like we were so separate I've never hung out with him and his friends. He's never hung out with me and my friends. And I and now that I'm at this age where it's like that's what a lot of couples do. Right. It's couples date nights. It's it's a right. lot of couple shit. And and me and him were so, um, what Jay-Z said in the song Never in Bunches, just me and you. Right. Like it would just be me and him. We did our own things separate from everyone. So we never really spent time with other friends and other settings. So we were just we were lovers and friends, but we weren't in each other's life, right? Much. And that made me realize when we broke up, like, yo, you don't even know me outside of my relationship because you've never been with me and my girlfriend. Right. You've barely been with me and my family. And I was just like, I don't even know you outside of being my boyfriend. Right. Who are you as an individual? I don't know because I've only experienced my boyfriend. So it's important to see your partner in different settings as well. You do To so see crazy. how they are with their family and friends and stuff.
1: It's so crazy that you said that. And it's a little different, but I and I put this in my in my book. That just like you, like you don't know who they don't know who you are as as their friend. I know that like sometimes it's hard for single moms to date, but I always and outside of the fact that my son only met my boyfriend right now, he never met nobody else. I feel like it's so important that people don't fall in love with the single version of you and they don't know the mom version Mm -hmm. because you know you always got a babysitter, you always put the kid somewhere. So when they finally like do you do introduce the kid. They don't even know you as a mom. They only know you as this available girl that's always able to come over and stuff like that. They don't get to see the beauty of your parenting. Like, no, yes. I can't come today. Right. Like, I don't got a babysitter or me and my kid doing something tonight.
0: And I told you, that's what the guy that I've been dating for a year told me. Right. When he was like, you know, every time I come, it's a babysitter. Like, why we can't just all pick right. it? Like, I wanna, I'm going to come over and then I'm going to bring her candy and we all going to watch right. a movie. It don't have to be a pull up when you drop her off or none of that. Like, I'm coming over to right. be with both of y'all
1: But I think that that's so dope that he brought that up. Like, you see what I'm saying? Because right. at the end of the day, you a mom, you're gonna, be over, you're gonna be protective of your child and you're gonna do things when you're comfortable.
0: Nah, I was just trying to fuck in, in, in freedom. Oh my gosh. No. I was trying to, because I trust him. Like I said, this is, this is somebody I've known for over 10 years. Right. So, and he, he's, the only man, he's the only man that's ever even been in my house since I've moved. Since mm-hmm. I became a mom, he's the only man that has been in my house. But I would always do it like, yo, I'm about to get a babysitter, so I could be grown. Right. I want to do grown up time. But he's like, I don't want. We don't always have to do grown up time. Why she can't come around? Like right. I was like, all right, you right, right. You okay. okay. can look what? at you.
1: Oh, look at you. But I think that's important. But we she went to sleep though. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the Leo for you. <laughs> this is a, listen. One, uh, Balance. One, thing, one thing I know is we're having a Leo mother. <laughs> her little company would come over and bring pizza and give five dollars to her kids. <laughs> but we had to go to fuck upstairs and go to sleep. Go to, to your sleep. room. <laughs> go to your room. We had to go to fuck upstairs. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's a nice guy. We eating pizza? Oh, oh we got to go upstairs now? Oh, okay. But it's so many people, but I think that it's dope that he brought it up because I feel like it's some... It's some people that, a guy, some guys that a girl will really like, she always got the babysitter. Mm-hmm. He never, even, he don't know even know your child name. Right. He
0: don't even, he don't even consider that you have a child. He,
1: he doesn't, all he want to know is, is you get a, a babysitter so you could right. come and fuck. Don't know how old your kid is. I man. tell people
0: that all the time. Now, I never date as a single person. I always date as a single mother. Right. So it's, it's a different set of rules. And it's also a different level of severity that comes with the dating realm because it's like, Okay, you're good for me, but would you be good for my child? That's mm-hmm. why lovers and friends... Right. If you date someone that you already have a friendship with or someone that you build the friendship with before the romance then you'll feel a lot more comfortable to even take them steps
1: mm. as opposed to somebody I'm just fucking. I really to like people, that they, they're not asking themselves that, are, mm-hmm. are you good for my child mm-hmm. and would you be a good parent? Because if if you was being honest with yourself, there's no way a person that's treating you like shit, calling mm-hmm. you out your name, don't respect you, would be a good, good parent in your eyes.
0: Women will be dating men who bash baby mothers all day, don't even want kids himself or got kids that he ain't taking care of. And it's like, well, he's good to me. And it's like, nah. What? You know what I mean? Like, what about the extension of you? Right. If you don't love somebody's children, then you don't love them. And people... I posted that on social media. I got so many arguments because it was was from a lot of women that knew they was being shitty friends. Right. Because the post was about how my best friend... My best friend moved out of our city in 2017. My Mm -hmm. daughter was born in 2016. But my daughter knows her as if she's been in her life because of how much my best friend calls and FaceTimes her all the time. Right. She don't even realize that she doesn't live in our city. Right. Because they're always on the phone. So I made the post and I was saying... If you don't love somebody's child, then you don't love that person. And they was like, no, because life happens, and people are busy, and we're still friends. And I was like, yeah, you're associates. Right. Because if that's your best friend for real, you're going to know their child. You're going to be auntie or uncle or whatever. If your friend has kids, or your man has kids, or your woman has kids, and you're not involved with their kids, then y'all ain't as in love as you think you are. Mm-hmm. If you really
1: love somebody, you love all pieces of them. And I feel like us as women, we are more... like Because at the end of the day... If a man is going to love the extensions of you, which he should, it's like, oh my gosh, like he loves my son or he loves my dog or him and my father got such a great relationship. Mm -hmm. But us, when we love you. We going to the market with your mama. Your sister's yes. is our sister's now. I'm letting your sister do my hair. Uh-huh. Like, we love everything. Is my so my nieces and nephews? We love, <laughs> we be so quick to love everything associated with you. Mm-hmm. Your homeboys is our brother. Hey, bro. Like, <laughs> like uh-huh. at this point, like, we love everything that, everything and everybody associated with you. Yes. That's, that's that real love. We
0: love so deep. Yeah.
1: Like we love, we
0: love, we want to be in all the pieces of your life. Mm -hmm. And that's why we be arguing when they at the car games without us. Okay. I
1: can't come. Why? Why am I not there?
0: (laughs) Are you having fun without me? (laughs) What do you have to do that is more important than being in my face?
1: Right. But just like you said, child, he playing cards with his friends. He ain't out here with bitches. I'll yes, laying my ass right now. She's
0: bothering him. It's so many women. Most of the women that complain about their man doing stuff without them know that their man is out there cheating. Mm-hmm. But if you got a good man who just wouldn't fucking play cards with his friends <laughs> or play video games, if you don't leave him the fuck alone, I've dealt with a piece of shit. And if I was to go from a piece of shit to a him... I'm not going to be bothering him on no Saturday night. You know what these niggas is doing on Saturday nights? And you stress him about playing cards. Yo, you said that, that. You said it's Saturday night. He's it's Saturday night. And she like, oh, because you just out. Girl, you out too. We out the goddamn state. Leave Girl, I'm on a tour and I want to FaceTime and fall asleep together. Okay, so his right. passions is his. And then we on a time difference too. So you calling him. <laughs> it's it's early over here to sun up. And like, it's, it's it's nighttime. He chilling. He is vibe. I'm like, fall asleep when i phone. home with me. <laughs>
1: Let's put on the same shows so we could have a TV date. Like, he's looking like, what? He
0: does it. Power, More power to him. Like, you he, hung up on your ass so fast. Right. <laughs> like, like, girl, bye. He knows
1: as soon as I land tomorrow. We have a date to watch um, Housewives of Potomac and Married the Medicine. See, me and my dude ain't in love like y'all in love.
0: Oh, my god! Because we have a very much, if I'm busy and you're busy, then we're going to let each other be busy. But then when we connect, we're going to recap and just talk about everything that we missed. Like, yo, I haven't spoken to you in, like, A day and a half. Like, tell me what was going on. Right. You want to call him 10 times a day. (laughs) You don't miss me? And he's like, I just... Yes, I miss you, baby. Yes, yes. yes."
1: (laughs) I'll be like, I miss you so much. I miss my family. I just want to come home. (laughs) He's all putting his arm in the video, FaceTime earlier, like, saying, yes, I know you want to lay right under my arm. Yes, I do. But moving on to something that I want to talk about because... This is if y'all follow Kira and if you don't her name is I am Kira J on Instagram. One thing Kira loves to talk about and this is something that y'all know that I don't even talk about on my Instagram live or on my page often only because all y'all do is argue about this shit and it just stresses me out. Oh,
0: what's this topic?
1: One thing that Kira is always grinding people up about is their zodiac signs. Aww. Okay? Yes. She okay. She is Mrs. Crystal Ball herself. Okay, <laughs> she is Mrs. I'm very Crystal. Tapped Ball. In. She is so tapped in with the zodiac signs, and y'all are always in the comments freaking talking about well, what about this sign? I'd be like, no, we're not talking about this because <laughs> you talk about one sign, and everybody will drop these zodiac signs. Yes, that's so. True.
0: I feel like, but that's the beauty of having created a community of people that can talk to each other when we're too busy to reply to everyone.
1: I feel like once if you make like you you will make a you will make a post, whereas they're like, this is an open conversation. Mm-hmm. You'll post it and it's like you not you'll engage with a couple com- comments and then you probably go be a mom. And I'll
0: talk to each other. Yeah, yep. so have a four year old. Right,
1: you you the first <laughs> four go, people she's talking and to, and then she's out. She's gonna go be a mom. Nyla is waiting. Okay. Yes. So something we just talk about in the car today is nasty zodiac signs. Mm-hmm.
0: The filthiest,
1: and I want you. I want them. I want you to tell them who you gave the award to. Oof, I gave it to. Uh, it was a tie between Taurus and Scorpio. What do you feel like? What do you feel like? They oh, both yeah. have similar qualities about. That's making it a tie. Um, I wonder how many people is agreeing with this. The Tauruses are just
0: very fucking nasty and with whatever. <laughs> like they're with whatever. If I say, it's just like it would be the. They're so fucking strong. Like Tauruses are so. I'm going to do it how you want, but I'm, you're not in control of this shit. Right. One time I was fucking my Taurus. I don't, I don't know. Is this that type of podcast? Can I be transparent? Yeah, girl. Okay. Girl,
1: bitch.
0: <laughs> 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 so, you know, me being a Leo, I, I be thinking I'm dominant all the time. And I don't really fuck with a lot of men that have put me in my place. That's why I stayed with my baby father for so long because he's a Scorpio and I can't, I can't get away with shit with him. Right. Like if you you see the way I'm freely talking like this, I probably couldn't even be having this conversation if he was in the room. He's very controlling. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, so one time me and my tourist was fucking, and I was trying to like switch the positions. I'm I'm doing it how I want to do. It. I think I'm in control, right? And he was like, "Listen, I know that you think you run shit in your life and your career and your mom and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not in control. You're not in control." And I was like, "What?" Man, switch the position, like First. I said. And he was like, Look at me, look at me. And he started fucking me into oblivion. Was like, Say you're not in control. I was like, I'm not. Oh my God. I am not in control. I had never played with him again. When I tell you, I listen to everything that man said, okay. It's the truth. I be asking darkness. him, I be asking him for permission for shit about my own goddamn life. <laughs> Can I eat this today, daddy? See, I-, I feel like that. that-
1: I feel like especially strong women. He's so fucking strong. For you to be a strong, independent woman and you don't really need nobody. Like, you got it. Like, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not dependent on no man for no shit. For you to be able to freaking put all the grocery bags down and say, I can relax around mm-hmm. you. Like, you know what? I just want to listen. That feels so good. I don't have to put on no superhero cape today. Yes. And I'm I feel like
0: I feel like I haven't been able to do that with many men. And that's why I'm so obsessed with him. Right. <laughs> because it's like, I have to be a lion. Right. And with him, I could be a fucking cat. Right. I could just purr and sit on his lap and be feminine feline. And everybody else, I got to be a fucking roaring lion. Right. I don't want to be a lion all the time. I want to be a little nice little kitty cat. I want to be, he, he he brings the kitty cat out. I, right. I'm so fucking submissive. And the tone of voice. He brings the kitty cat out literally. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> He bringing it out. He bringing it out. And it's like my tone of voice with him ain't even the way I talk to other men. Well, he had me mad today. I was talking to him like I talked to everybody else. But, you know, for the most part, he gets the sweet side. I be trying to be, they be wanting me to be Janae Aiko and I've got to be Tupac the passion <laughs> on these niggas. Right. But, you know, he brings he brings the Janae out. I love that. He brings it out.
1: I love that. So another you like, you like Scorpios too? Sex-wise. I cannot Sex- stand them in life. But Sex-wise. they
0: are about the nastiness. They are about the nastiness. Scorpios are very compatible with me. Well, with Leos in general because Leos love fucking, 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 fucking. We could we can have sex multiple times a day, and I know Scorpios will never get tired of that shit. You want to fuck again? Let's go. Like we have a similar sex drive, right? So it's like the sex is nasty, but it's also the a lot of sex that we want. Like I want to fuck all day.
1: You going for romantic, sensual sex or sweaty, nasty shit? Ooh. Like both, both would you, me. Would you, if you had to pick, if I'm, about to, to I'm about to give you the ideal, I'm about to give you the ideal night. Okay. Okay. You walking into your room, it's rose petals all over the floor. It's candles lit. He got your bubble bath running, rose petals and fruit in the bathtub waiting for you. Okay. Massaging you down, sensual with mm. oil. Okay. And slow stroking you all night. Okay. Mm. Okay. The next option is you walking into the room. He's oiled up. He in his drawers. He freaking got some music playing. He ain't really do too much, okay? He, himself is the gift, okay? Being that asshole. Come and here, he, let he, me fuck you. And he freaking pick he picking you up and putting you on kitchen counters. Like you see what I'm saying? Ooh. Licking your face, gripping you up. Which night you going for? <laughs> Come in. I'ma have
0: to go with the the kitchen counter pick me up.
1: You going for the pick me like like up? I like that
0: rough shit. Cause like I said, my nigga is so strong. Right. So I don't know. I just love my life. I like the pain. You going for he pre- be, He be choking me out. Something about to pass out. Just about to kill you. Yes. Kill me. <laughs> and say that she, when I'm in my funeral after this nigga done killed me, be like, she
1: was getting dicked down. is what she wanted. This is what she
0: wanted. <laughs> what she wanted. I feel she like asked had- me to choke her harder.
1: At this point, we need a safety word. <laughs> yeah. Well, what would our safety word be? Mm,
0: Patty Mayonnaise.
1: Patty Mayonnaise. mm mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? He'd know what it means. Oh, did, oh, he would know. Yeah, he would know. Y'all some nasty <laughs> mother- I don't even want to <laughs> fucking know what the Patty Man is got to do with anything. <laughs> That's the safe word. Patty Man eh? But at this point, if y'all got... You already got a motherfucking safe word getting choked. I can just imagine the rough, nasty shit that is going the fuck on there. Oh, man. He's so nasty. I feel like... Because I, I love talking about nasty stuff on a podcast. Only because I feel like people aren't super comfortable in a sexuality to really mm-hmm. say... Mm -hmm. certain things so i want you to tell people not to put you i mean i mean i don't i'm
0: fully transparent
1: yeah don't give a fuck what (laughs) you feel like is the nastiest shit you done did because i feel on one of the podcasts one of the episodes was nasty levels and i Mm -hmm. feel like everybody has a level Mm -hmm. and when i described the levels and certain things my friends told me that they did i realized i wasn't Mm -hmm. on the highest level Yeah,
0: i I'm still got a lot of ways to go. I think the reason why I haven't unlocked my full level of nasty is because I haven't been in relationships that long. Right. The the, The nastiest shit comes out after some years. Right. And you know me, I rotate niggas so they don't be lasting that long right? so it's like I'm trying to get to this mark where it's like alright mm-hmm. you locked in nigga you love me alright now I can show you
1: some shit I will <laughs> say
0: that my friends that are super nasty those are long ass relationships long ass relationships the longer you with someone the nastier you can be you gotta get creative you gotta get creative and then you have to be you have to get comfortable right cause you can be fucking somebody and not be comfortable to show them your levels of nasty yet right cause it's like I don't wanna scare you off I gotta ease you into this shit so, I, I got a lot of nasty shit I want to do, but I, I haven't done too much nasty shit. What, let nigga spit on my mouth? Like, I like that. I love that.
1: This is some that shit. ain't even that nasty no more. That nigga, Meek done put it in songs. It's regular. So, this is some shit that me and my followers be arguing about on live, mm-hmm. and they say, never in life. This is disgusting. So, I always tell them, if you was fucking Drake, and he was choking you, and you opened your mouth, and he just let it drip a little bit, you ain't going to say, this is disgusting. It's nasty. Right.
0: I don't understand how that's disgusting when we put our mouths on... Human glands that got pissed coming out of them. Right. We suck their dicks. They sloppy, pee out of them things.
1: Y'all sloppy tongue kiss. Yeah. But it's weird what you think
0: is the difference? You I tongue you, kissing them and they spitting in your mouth is the same shit. I want you to spit in my mouth, but I don't really want to be tongue kissed. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I'm a I'm gonna peck you. Oh my god. Bitch, I'm no. childish. Yes, you childish. I'll be I'll be kissing him. Like down, I'm like bitch. Pecking, I'm pecking like i would be kissing him. It's down. a lot of pecs in a row, though. I want all the tongue. I want really? all the tongue. And then if if he starts choking, I want all the spit. I want all of that. It's like a slithery snake so in my mouth. No. Oh my gosh. No. Like,
1: we could, like, I can't. you so squeamish. Yeah, like, because I don't want to, I'm not going to say, like, I could give, I could tongue kiss you. But like, let's make it like a couple seconds. <laughs> oh my god, like, no! Let's make it like, especially
0: if it's like missionary and we really into that. I love you so much, shit.
1: Like, oh my god. What's some nasty shit you say during sex? Oh, I don't know. What's your yeah, go-to word? I'll be blacking the fuck out. I feel out. like when I feel like when I just had a flashback. Like I'll be in the fuck out. I feel out like when a, a girl me. wants you to come, the shit that she say is getting disgusting and disgusting. Like, if she came already and she's ready for you to come and it's your turn, the shit that she's going to say for you to get yours off is going to get disgusting. I just start saying his name very sensual, like, and be like, oh, yes,
0: I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, be, I be telling him to shoot it up, and he be like, oh, oh. That's, that's the line that's getting him off? Shoot it up. No, not I don't, I don't say shoot it up. I oh, be I telling him say. to shoot it up. Oh, I was supposed like, to say there's some gangster shit. No, <laughs> no. I, I told you I'm gangster with everybody but him. Right. I'm thug life in these streets. I'm like, oh, okay. You like there shoot you it up. I'm Janae in these streets. I'm like, okay. That's
1: not, that don't sound no, too sexy. No, I be but...
0: like, come at me. Oh, my God. Come at <laughs> me. I can't even do it right now because I ain't fucking. Right. Tomorrow when I'm fucking, I'm going to record the end so you can hear what I'm saying. But that's really that's really my
1: go-to line, I feel like, too. Like, like come in me? Come come in your pussy. Yes, come in your pussy. This shit is yours. Or sometimes I'm The saying- way it
0: feels when it's pulsating inside as they're coming inside of you, that is like a top tier feeling. Like, when the dick just releases all of that.
1: I feel like that inside, feel like- and
0: you can feel it doing a Harlem shake in your wall. <laughs> oh so, God!
1: I, I can't good. wait to see my nigga. Y'all feel good. And I feel like the moment when he come in, you just feel like yep, yeah, got you out of here. Like that makes me feel like the wait, most do hard- your nigga be screaming? It's like a I won't put him on Front Street. Okay, but it's definitely like well, I will. No, <laughs> this
0: is why I get in trouble. Like, he hates it. I tell our business. I won't put my man on Front Street. My nigga like- be screaming in that pussy. He be screaming. When I'm sucking his dick, he be screaming. When he come in, he be screaming. And it's make you feel like, yeah, nigga. Oh, that I- shit makes me feel... That shit makes me come because I have multiple orgasms. Like, I know some women come once. I don't know how you do that. When I fuck him, I come at minimum six times. Minimum. That's that's how good he fucks. I come six times. Are you going to time. sleep after that? That's a Sometimes. Sometimes I go to sleep. I
1: feel like if I came six times, like I don't got no energy for the world. You just took the energy that the I had. The last time we was fucking, I had came six
0: times. I took a nap and I woke up and I wanted more. And he was like, what the, the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, I took a nap because you know we don't live in the same state. Right. So I had to go. I'm like, yo, I got to leave. Can we get one off before I get on the road? I'm not letting <laughs> nobody pound on my little cootie can. Oh my God. I would oh die, man. girl. That shit feels amazing. But I then again, I might to. have a sex addiction. We were talking about yes, this. Yes, was. Day. So many guys that I fuck with. It was. It wasn't until he told me, like Kara, like maybe you have a problem. I was like, Yo, why don't niggas keep saying this? Maybe I need
1: to listen, right? <laughs> maybe I got a problem. Maybe I want to fuck too much. Right? I'm like, I got too much shit to do to even be trying to fuck this much. You talking about like, no, nope, we could keep going. I'm yes. like, what? Fucking is fun because I can have sex in the morning and then we revisit this at nighttime. So you know how you go to the
0: gym? That's part of your routine to stay in shape,
1: right? Fucking burns oh, calories. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, that's the word. You'd have included the freaking having sex into the freaking whole equation. Mm-hmm. I love that freaking. You wasn't afraid to say some of the nasty things that you say during sex. Oh yeah, this is the first time I said some of the things that I say.
0: I say, I say a lot. I say
1: Cause a lot. definitely, definitely
0: coming in your pussy. After we, if we have sex after we had an argument, we'll talk about that shit. If y'all I have mean, sex after
1: okay say so you sorry and shit like that y'all, yes. y'all
0: y'all, having conversations we be having conversations sometimes like if one time we got into a bad argument and he wasn't supposed to come into town anymore cause we was you know we'd be so dramatic like mm-hmm. I'm not fucking with you I'm not fucking with you fuck you Right. and then he wound up coming and then we was fucking and I was just like oh my god I miss you so much <laughs> and he was like so why he was acting like that and I was like I don't know and we just really sitting there having a conversation right. drilling
1: my shit I want y'all to I'm know. I'm like, how, I'm sorry.
0: I'm not gonna misbehave me no more. That's
1: really another level of being turned on by your partner and really like being in sync for you to be able to have a conversation and still, cause and not be distracted. We was
0: not distracted. It for was like to, the whole conversation was happening. Um, for you I to be have, fucking have, me from the back, having scene. a conversation and like, so really, why he was doing that? Why he was acting like he was acting? And we was just trying to
1: fix the fucking right. issues we
0: got in our relationship. Why the dick is it? You know, another thing I do, like if he's having like a bad week, we do this thing called head therapy.
1: What the fuck is this? So
0: I know how to absorb and release energy. Mm-hmm. So some people, you know how some people get energy from people and they'd be like, oh, I'm in a bad mood. People came around me, but I don't know how to, I don't do that. I know right. how to uh, absorb it and release it. So I tell him, vent to me, tell me all your problems while I'm sucking your dick. And then when you come, all of that shit is going to come off your chest and I'm going to spit it out. And it works, so he'll are you be sitting spending? Are you spitting it out because it's problems? Well, I mean, I like to swallow his cum, but I, that's what we do when it's head therapy. Right. You know, it's like, just release it all. Just pass it, pass it away. I feel like there's such a nice gesture, though. Yeah, because by the time I'm finished, he's like, what the fuck? Like, you feel so much lighter. Right. You feel so much lighter because black men especially, they have all these issues in the world. And it's like... Sometimes they don't want to sit there and cry and da-da-da-da. So it's just like, I'm going to suck the shit out of your dick, and you're just going to tell me everything that you're mad about. You're going to just go through the list of all your problems and whatever is frustrating you, and I'm going to just slob on a knob like it's corn on the cob.
1: So, ladies, if y'all listening, y'all got y'all a good man at home. Yes, okay? good men only, good men only. Because Kira, when she's giving advice to y'all, this is for good men. Not for raggedy as Jerome as a piece of shit. That nigga that's on you, that you. If you have a crazy. good man at home and he done had a long week, his therapy don't seem that bad. I feel like this might re-spark some, it's some so relationships. Fun. It's so much fun. Like, baby, you look like you had a long week. Tell me about your day while I'm sucking in your day.
0: Yes, vent to me. Wow. What are you mad at? Get
1: that shit off your chest and shoot it on my chest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is a fucking Leo. <laughs> I'm terrible. This is a goddamn Leo, y'all. This is a goddamn Leo. I enjoy... This podcast so much. Yes. I didn't even realize we was
0: talking
1: for that long. It's been almost freaking fifty minutes. A week, <laughs> and we've been on here. This is, I know they're gonna enjoy it because this is one of the longer ones. Cause you know normally I'm on here talking to myself. <laughs> so I got I got actually normally like maybe thirty minutes of that. Thirty oh, okay. minutes of happening. That ain't too bad for a person to have a full blown conversation with themselves. Right. But I really am so happy that we did this together and yes. so many people got to see a different side of you they may not have seen or people didn't know you, I'm definitely, I know for sure they definitely gonna go on your page and freaking,
0: head therapy ladies, Had
1: freaking <laughs> therapy this is a Leo, y'all know I'm an Aries and you know Aries and Leos they get along Strong personalities. Aries can't always take what the fuck Leo got to say because she be minding my business. Okay?
0: Because <laughs> you be messing with my bro. Right.
1: But it's, it be all love. So I want you to let them know about all of the things you got going on because you got books. You done did movies. You done got so many different things going on.
0: Yes. So I am a three-time author. My fourth book comes out this fall. My first book, Naked. My second book, Breaking Point. And my third book, The Healing Point. I write uh, self-love and self-help books with poetry, essays, and quotes. About mental health, relationships, healing, parenthood. I'm very multifaceted. So if you follow me across social media, one day we might be talking about the stock market and how to revamp the issues in the black community, and then the next day we might be talking about sucking dick in our favorite <laughs> position. You never fucking know. You never fucking know. It could be. It could all be the same goddamn day. Right. Like 7 p.m. stocks and wellness, and by 10, it's just getting real
1: nasty and ratchet. Kira's a mystery box, basically. Basically. <laughs> So make sure y'all go to Kira's page. I am Kira J at Instagram. And what's the Twitter? Is they all I am Kira I J? I Kira
0: J across all social media.
1: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I am Kira M- K- I- R- a- Make sure y'all check out all of the books that she got on her website. She's posting tour dates. Kira's also on a poetry tour with us. We got other cities that's coming up. We got Chicago, Atlanta, Tampa. What else? Uh.
0: Cleveland, Detroit, Miami, Raleigh, Richmond, Charlotte. We going right. everywhere. we got a lot we of
1: places to go. Y'all can get those tickets at poetrypack.com. If you just if you're listening to this podcast and you heard your City, you can go to poetrypack.com and get you tickets to one of the shows. They are so fun. People are loving them. They're selling out. So come enjoy it. Come meet people in person. Get a book signed. Get a t-shirt. Get some pictures. Or just come out for the night with you and your girlfriends and catch a vibe. Come out by
0: yourself and meet new friends.
1: Right. Or meet new friends. If you're coming alone, girl, it's a lot of people who come alone. And you could meet you a new homegirl from your city to start going out with. Because freaking one thing I know for sure is that sisterhood and having that bond and having a friend and having freaking people you can lean on is so important. So thank y'all for tuning in to the podcast tonight. And good night.